Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This country was built on a distinctly American work ethic. But today, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton to adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here, Fightful.com podcast. June, or not June, what the hell am I thinking? It's August 1st edition. WWE Smackdown Live, of course. Uh, We had our UFC 214 coverage this weekend. Uh... Also, post-Raw podcast this afternoon, Holy Smokes MMA podcast. And finally, tomorrow, the listen your boy with myself and Jimmy Van. But tonight at SmackDown, Jeff Hawkins, did you miss me? Alex, get it together. It's August for God. <laughs> uh, you know, we had you fun call with- me Alex intentionally? Uh, <laughs> We, we now, had, now your audio screwing up on me. Well, yours was screwing up on me for a while there, too. Uh, mm. We had fun without you, and uh, now that you're back, uh, things will be back to normal, and we'll probably be off the rails at some point. I like that. I like that. Anna, looks like you're back home. I am. I am. And I missed you, Sean. Oh, at least see? I did. See, you called me a bad actor face. a couple of weeks ago. There you go. Yeah, but I didn't mean that because I put over your acting multiple times on the show. I've even put over Jeff's acting, like, <laughs> multiple times. So, there we go. We got SmackDown to talk about. A pretty eventful SmackDown Live tonight. Started off with AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens. Before we get into that, guys. Please, after this, go check out my Toronto vlog. It is on Fightful.com and our YouTube page as well. Uh, Jeff, what do you think about kicking the show off with this United States title match? Um, interesting choice. I thought it was a hot opener. And uh, 
Yeah, no. I mean, everybody's like, man, they had a good match. I'm like, yeah, what? Wrestlers on this brand at a great match? Go figure. Yeah, no. Uh, I was a little surprised they, they opened with it, but at the same time, when you look at the how the entire show was laid out, um, it shouldn't be that much of a surprise. Anna, United States Championship kicking things off. Any likes, dislikes about that? Um, well, first off, as soon as they announced that he was from Canada, even before they announced Kevin Owens' name, crowds started booing. And I swear to God, I saw a slight hint of a smile come across KO's face. That is, that's some good work if you're booing Canada straight up at the start of the show. Um, I really like this there was that dodgy dodgy ass apparently AJ got his shoulders up before the end of the three count um which yeah sure okay and I would have been very curious to hear what backstage would have said at that one um I liked it even I think it was I wrote down it was from Byron but it was probably from Tom Phillips um, even at the very beginning of the match that he stayed in the locker room until three in the morning after losing the championship, referring to KO. Just like little bits like that adds feud. I mean, we've seen them fight for quite a few times now, but even just that addition is like, okay, well, it makes sense that we're seeing this rematch and it actually has more stakes to it. Um, I really liked it. And AJ is just, oh, his moves are just beautiful. I want them to be hung on my wall, like just GIF versions on my wall everywhere. Uh, one of my – this was a good match to have the split screen for too. Sorry, Anna. Uh, but it was. They didn't have it for the main event. Kind of weird given the magnitude of that main event. But while watching this match, what, what th- went through my head is the idea that anybody, even Vince McMahon, heard a free-speaking Mauro Ronaldo at some point last year and said, you know what w- would be better? A neutered Tom Phillips. That would be much better than Mauro Ronaldo. But uh, Styles won after a rep bump. Owens clearly had his shoulder up, and we're doing this again. Jeff, one too many times already, or are you okay with this? There's no progression in my problem here. And, but I think they've found a way where they're going because I, I think the end game here is going to be Shane and Kevin Owen at the next WrestleMania, and this is going to be the start of that. Um, I, I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle of that. I mean, I, I, I could watch these two fight every week. I just need kind of that natural heightening of stakes there that doesn't seem to be there at all. Um. But uh, for now, it, it's fine, although uh, Shane's obviously on Swole Patrol. <laughs> yeah, uh, Styles clobbered Owens with a big clothesline. This would have been a no-no a few years ago. Like, really anybody that size hitting a dude Owens size with, uh, with a clothesline like that. But I'm glad that that mindset has changed. Backstage... Kevin Owens goes off on Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan, and uh, he's, he's throwing everything. He's wondering, why why the hell is this allowed to happen? Why, is, why does this always seem to happen to me? And says that he wants a, a less fragile ref for his, for his rematch. Like, he didn't even seem grateful that uh, – he didn't even seem grateful that, 
Daniel Bryan or, or Shane McMahon gave him this rematch because it was almost like a foregone conclusion for him. What he wanted was a ref that wasn't going to be fragile. Jeff, what he got was a ref that survived a helicopter crash a couple of weeks ago. Shane McMahon. Yes. <laughs> Super slow patrol, Shane. Um, dear Lord, he's looking Jack these days. He's looking bigger than half the guys on the roster. Uh, but, yeah, he gets, a, he gets a guy who survived a helicopter crash, who survived jumping off of a cell. Uh, this is not going to be a paper mache referee. I'm cool with that. I, uh, less paper mache refs, please. Also, Byron called JBL Tom as if we needed more Toms on this team. They're all pretty bad, to be honest with you. The Usos came out, and they had the crowd biting on the idea that they were New Day at first. That crowd really thought that was Big E Langston, or Big E. Damn, I'm in the habit of clowning WWE for dropping all these first and last names, and, and I accidentally used one. What do you think of the Usos' new theme? I, I had the words. I, I really didn't. I liked it as it was. I thought this was Xavier Woods doing the New Day intro. That's how, that's how well, they, they fooled me on that. That's kind of shocked me. Um, like, I don't need these little tweaks on, on, on the themes once they get going for a few weeks. Like, uh, last night's Burn It Down! I, I don't need that. I really don't. The, the themes are fine as they are. If you change it, change it. But, uh, you know, it's not bad. It's not the worst thing in the world. It's nothing worth griping over. It was just something that the was wor- like, The worst thing in the world right now is your audio. You got to fix it. Uh, it's, it's still pretty. It's it's really bad, Jeff. Really bad. GTFO and fix it. Me and Anna will take it from until you do. Anna, uh, Uso's new theme. Any thoughts? That okay. Can just clarify for me because there has been so many changes recently, and I may sound like a complete dumbass by saying this, but that's they're just ripping off New Day. They're not actually going to be keeping that. Maybe. What, the, the new theme? Yeah. I think it's a new theme. I haven't asked yet, but, I mean, it's something I'll do tonight. But I think they'll probably keep it. CFOs, they've been busy lately. Well, Apparently. look, it's better than it's better than a Brick name. Yeah, Brick Tamil yelling, burn it down. Like, it's it's an improvement on that. I will give it that. Um Rick Tamlin, you mean? Tamlin, thank you. Thank you, Jeff Tamil, for some reason from Arrest Development. Anyway, um, I kind of wish that the Uso, Usos came out on a blow up if they were going to do that. But, you know, I, I like it. Um, and I don't know, they just, I kind of wish they change up. Like, I love new Usos for this feud. They change up the whole references to three grown men, you know talking about each other's popsicles and, like, blowing their own trombone. Like, we get it. Um, I guess it's in line with the penitentiary, but, you know. It it was solid. Hardcore shit. Yeah, I'm ready to talk about fashion peaks. That's what I'm ready to talk about. I am a fan of season one through about one and a half of Twin Peaks. Loved it. Loved it until they, they solved the crime and then went downhill in a hurry. I've only watched one episode of the new one. Uh, they, they did well here. And apparently it resonated with the crowd because it got some pretty good pops from the live crowd as well. 
A lot of references to the show, a red dancing Fandango, the Ascension with a log. And I really feel like they missed out on an opportunity uh, for Tyler Breeze as Laura Palmer. That should have happened. Yeah. That should have happened. Uh, The Fashion Files still going strong. You're big. You were a big advocate of these early on. Are you still? One hundred percent. I've admittedly have never seen Twin Peaks. It's on my list. I haven't seen it. So that a lot, a lot of the references were David Lynch. But people, this seemed to be everyone's favorite one so far. I loved it, even without understanding all the references directly. I just also love the fact that they've somehow managed to include the Ascension in this. Yeah. These are the team that just keep giving. And just even a little line is no wonder the first time. Like they're just random references that is completely my ridiculous style, but I'm so glad that people love them now as much as I love them. Alex loves them and, you know, I'm good. Jeff is back. We're going to check and see how his audio is. If it's terrible, we're going to boot him. He's muted right now. I can't hear anything he's saying. If it's terrible, there he is. Yeah, it just muted all of a sudden. Am I good? You're great now. Okay, cool. Awesome. Awesome. Fashion Peaks. Were you a Twin Peaks viewer? No, I've never been a David Lynch fan at all. I I really am not. I don't even know who David Lynch is. Okay. Um, Like Blue Velvet was big amongst other film students. I went... I get Anna drinking on its screen. I don't know why that cracked me up so much. Um, I, you know, this is where kind of, uh, I mean, I, I enjoyed the uh, premise of it, but I think it was a little bit too self-aware or clever for its own good. I enjoyed it still, but it, now it's turned into farce, and now you can't introduce a wrestler, so it has to be, the end has to be a comedy thing. It has to be, right? You can't introduce, yes. like, a, a tag team after this. It has to be. You know, the the end has to be a joke of some kind. Uh, although I did, I did admire uh, the, the line. This is why this show got canceled in the first place. I, I don't know. Yes. It just it just went through the looking glass after that for me. But like pouring maple syrup on a log, everything <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, I, Ryan Sat and I were were talking about shows that they could do, and we both decided that the. Uh, at the ultimate episode, the ultimate show that they could really, really satire on here would be Cop Rock, and we're going to have an entire musical episode of this thing, hopefully, to close it out. Uh, that would be my dream. My dream is seeing Aiden English reach Jinder Mahal, Jinder Mahalian levels, and he is well within uh, range of that now. And over the past month, he has beaten Randy Orton, Ty Dillinger, and Sami Zayn, technically. This is a sh- short match, not a lot to really talk about. Although I will say Sami Zayn is a real gentleman. He is a gentleman because unlike the D-bags on Raw, he lets a guy finish his song. Anna. Gentlemanly, yeah? It's Sami Zayn, of course. Yeah, that's true. He, he was probably super I mean, worried about letting that happen. My, so my audio of you guys is dog shit so I can like hear bits and pieces of what you're saying but I'm going to guess that you you said something magnificent just then so (laughs) that's great I did Um, I did 
as you can see by my little picture, that Sammy's reaction just made might. Total Diva Epps last week made a call that Aiden English and the Canali are like the drama department of the school. And they are, for some reason, the heels against last week, the Canadians, and now it's just Sammy. Where this is going? And and I don't entirely know why. Um, I really hope that title just stays in the picture, appears on our screens again sometime soon without a month break. I like this thing that's going on, and I love the fact that JBL has to get the Canali and Aiden English. And hey, Anna, now your audio. One more thing as well. Oh, the now your thing, audio sucks. So we gotta we gotta boot you out of here. And me and Jeff got to take yeah. over for a little while. You reset come, the old modem. I've just come to the conclusion it's, it's your internet that sucks, Sean. It's, it's not mine. <laughs> it ain't mine because I ran the speed test. I ran my speed Boy. test. Boy. Um, Boy. Mine, my, by the way, everybody on the chat says that mine is crystal clear. Uh, it's, crystal clear. Is it, uh, the Canela I come out and they just say, we love. And we love that you lost. Okay. Neat, man. Neat. This is what I don't like about when somebody gets a gimmick in WWE because they are restricted to that so much that they become one-dimensional, and Mike Kanellis and Maria are already one-dimensional. I hate it. There's a lot that's off on this for me. I... I don't understand. I mean, it seems like they're doing the. They saw that it was working with now just Elias on Raw, uh, so they decided to do the same thing kind of here and see what they have with Ain English, who I think is great. But I think they just said, "Well, he's tall and he's big. Let's see what we can do with him." And I, just this whole thing with Ty and Sammy and Mike and Aiden, it it feels like they're really. <laughs> they're really sacrificing Ty and especially Sammy here. And and there's a troublesome story going around that there's some talents on the main roster that they may look to take back to NXT because they have mm-hmm. all that goodwill there. I think Sammy's going to be fast tracked to NXT at this rate. I don't, I, I don't think so at all. I don't, I don't understand this, this loss at all. Cause I don't understand the upside of Aiden English. I really don't right now. I think it's interesting in some ways. I just, I, I mean, what what's his ceiling here? I don't know, but I mean, I'm sure there's. I mean, Sami Zayn is involved in a feud on SmackDown, so. Yeah, it, I mean, it's just you know what it is. It's just you have two guys with the same gimmick on the on two different shows, and it just feels repetitive to do the same thing on both shows between him and the Elias gimmick. They'll make a hell of a team one day. Mm. They will feud with uh, Brizango, and yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> Naomi and Becky Lynch defeated Car- Carmella and Natalia. There is not much to this match at all, but I- I'll say this. A lot of Naomi's offense looks really choreographed, but her finish and the transition out of uh, Carmella's submission into her own, I thought was really good. Anything that you want to throw on this match? Any? Yeah, no, the reversal dust, the, you sprinkle? The, the, the reversal was the uh was the takeaway I had. Um I'm glad Anna's here because the other takeaway I have is that uh Carmela's choker game is always on point. 
It is. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of chokers, but on her, it just makes her look phenomenal. So, uh, yeah. I, I and I also just love. I love the continuing Ellsworth tributes. I don't know why. Yes. I just. I just do. They're great. Something I noticed you mentioned rumors that people may be sent back to NXT and stuff. Goldust has not appeared on Raw in the three weeks since he defeated Our Truth. Mm. That's an interesting one. Anna, are you back? Nah, she's not really back right now. Okay, moving what? on to uh, what? I can hear you now. No, no. Oh, do you? Do you really hear us right now? Mm. Yeah, I can. I'm going to abandon no, that. No, no, but it's bad. It's bad. Gender mania is not running as wild as it was about 100 days ago. Uh, what did you think of this promo, Jeffrey? I, I didn't think it was all that good. <laughs> I mean, there's, I'm going to it, – it was more of the uh, people don't like me because of what I am. I'm going and, – and I'm rich, so I'm going to go sit in a skybox and watch. That's pretty much what it was. Somebody pointed out on Twitter to me that he kept looking back at the title like over and over and over and over again. Well, yeah, they, they do that. They, 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 they purposely kind of uh, – they, they, they coach you to make certain looks so that you're giving off certain vibes. And for that, it, it's like this title means everything to me if you keep looking at it yeah. like that. They, they have those types of idiosyncrasies. Um, you know, it's kind of like when uh, – like last night when Alexa Bliss gets in the ring and holds up the belt, you know, when, when a champion holds up the belt, Oh, this is mine. Or when they point to the WrestleMania sign and, you know, they have all those types of things and looking at the belt is one of them. Indeed. Indeed. Bad promo though. Yes. Rusev defeated Chad Gable. Jeff, I love this match. <laughs> I, I put in my notes that Gable is such a natural baby face. He looks like he was plucked out of an episode of WCW Pro from March 1996, and that's a good thing. Oh, I'll do you one better. This is, this is WCW circa 1990 or so with the Steiners yeah. and Doom throwing each other around or something. This was, this was you know, Varsity Club era w nwa type stuff i absolutely adored this match um i i find it interesting though i think they're kind of doing with with gable what they probably should have done with sammy originally when he came up but i'm, I'm liking this kind of i, I think i alluded to before it, it's a very much a tim horner type of a push where he's a guy who gets a lot of offense in and still loses and when he gets that big win that crowd is going to pop huge for him. I, I, I'm, I'm liking this kind of slow burn to victory for, for Chad Gable. But, man, he, those, those overhead belly-to-bellies, man. The, not only that, float over and rolling. That, that, yeah. That's special. We're going to give this one more shot. Anna, can you hear us? Can you hear me? We can, and it's crystal clear as of right this moment. As of now, okay. Um, in case this screws up, I will, I will jump out of this. So I'll say first up, Chad Gable deserves all the good things in the world ever, ever. Yeah. Um, he is incredible. Um, what I don't get out of all of this is at the very end of the match, Rusev gets the mic and then says, I want competition that's worthy of me. I'm like, um... Dude, did you just – were you there for that just then? Because what the um, – it's like we saw these – what were they? The three – the two um, belly-to-bellies 
into a German bridge pin. Yeah. Followed up by Rusev yelling Rusev Matchka. Um, dude, sorry. No. And then we get Auden because, of course, we do because that's um, where the competition apparently. I, I tweeted that he was the Tyron Woodley of WWE, and UFC fans will know exactly what I mean. <laughs> the crowd is super into this match. I I also tweeted, I don't think Jable, Gable is going to be Jordan's Gennetti at all at this point because he's he's just one of those guys that ha- that has it in the ring. And I think he was I think he was the key to American Alpha. Rusev says everyone's afraid of him. Orton came back. Anna, am I wrong to just be immediately disinterested in everything that Randy Orton does? No. He, well, he hasn't really given us much reason to think otherwise at this point, unfortunately. Um, everyone chants for the RKO, and that's what he does. And aside from that, he has sperm on his entrance ramp, and that's it, really. Um, unless they bring his dad back into the feud, that seems to light a fire under his ass, but... I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. Jeff, what is it with Orton's fascination with beating up foreigners? Didn't he have the chance to do that before and he got kicked out of the military? Well, you know, he he has that. He he hates legends. He hates foreigners. I I want to bring up something that Anna brought up because I think it's a very, very good point. And it was something that I had made a mental note of and I forgot to bring it up right here. That promo of Rusev killed a lot of the goodwill that Chad Gable got out of that match it really did and then the orton thing and now all of a sudden instead of i mean that was one of those times where the production should have been lingering on how great of an effort gable had and then when you come back from the commercial break rusev's in the ring talking about how he wants competition that that to me would be how you script that the way it was done here it was yeah i'm i'm not an orton fan at all he's there rko everybody goes home happy smiles Orton looks downright bored every time he comes down to the ring. I, I just I, – it ain't my thing. He's just one of those guys that they refuse to just just let it go, man. Like, he's serviceable on the roster, but what's happening with him is much – like, just to an extreme degree, like, anything he touches, I'm just like, ah – I don't know. I can't get behind it because you know I know what it, that it is. He, 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 in my heart, I know he's not getting behind it. Yeah, no, he's good for that first pop when the music comes in and for the RKO pop. But the program filling in in between those two things or filling in from now until, say, the SummerSlam match, it, it's going to be, you know, he comes down, he occasionally gets an RKO out of nowhere. He gets beat at least once to, to get, you know, some sort of uh, intrigue in the match. And then the fi- and then the blow off, we build up to being some kind of violent spectacle because Randy hears voices, and then we get like a refrigerator on top of him. That's what we get. And I mean, he's. I just they need to change up his gimmick now. Well, like yeah, change it needs- to the grumpy old man gimmick because that's what he is. Yeah, that would be much better. Shelton Benjamin did very well with that in Japan. The the, the angry old <laughs> bastard type of deal that would work for Randy Orton. I would love that. A lot of what hurts him is like, you know, they're they're told not to interact with individual fans at ringside because if you've ever mm-hmm. seen Orton do that, he can be very entertaining doing that, like addressing people individually. But they, they don't play to his strengths, and he doesn't really care what his strengths are. 
I kind of want to see Orton and Ziggler now as two grumpy bastards. That would be a great team. Yeah. I would be all, all on board for that situation. Back in uh, my day, but, or something. We could go all night for 40 minutes, nonstop. Uh, oh, but these kids, they only have three moves now. I really, I also wouldn't be opposed to seeing somebody else trying to, like using him trying to become like a new legend killer type of deal and him maybe even cutting it off pretty early, but something he can maybe sink. You know what he needs to become? He needs to become the legend that somebody else tries to kill. That's what I just fucking said, Jeff. No, you just said the legend killer gimmick, I thought. I I thought you meant he needed to go back to it. That's what I just said. Okay. He needs to be Charles and Heston. That's, That's where this is all going. Alex, okay. you're doing a great job hosting the show, by the way. I think you're doing spectacular. Did you, all have to re- did you all have to reaffirm him like that all the time and pat him on the back? <laughs> no, he wasn't nervous about you, so he was confident in himself. <laughs> He's never nervous about me. We just bullshit on Mondays. <laughs> People listen to it. Go figure. Uh, guys, tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern, The List and your boy. We're going to recap the trip to Canada. I have that video blog. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Please check that out. And of course, use the Fightful.com forums. We have some more visual changes coming up soon, which I am very, very happy about. Going to streamline the website, make it easier to navigate as well. Here's the big one. Shinsuke Nakamura versus John Cena. He beats John Cena. Anna, was that a shocker to you? Yes, yes. I believe I tweeted, um, call me pink and call me dunk. I will. Was, I was, yeah, did not think that would happen. Um, I like to also think, though, that they had heard the comments that people were making online. I don't think that they would have cared if they did, but part of me in my heart would like to believe that. But, you know, whatever. I do wonder how late this decision was made, though. Jeff, what did you think of the match? I thought the second half of the match was quite good. Um, up until the point I was freaking out when John Cena got dropped on his head. <laughs> that I just I, 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 I rarely scream oh my god in my own in my own place. But I screamed oh my god in my own place. Um I'm a little shocked that they they let that they're gonna do internet darling and Japanese fanboy legend Shinsuke Nakamura versus self created Jinder Mahal just because the outcries of the internet will be something if Jinder goes over. I don't think he does. I think this Corbin eventually cashes in, probably, just to s- squash all that. At, that appears to be the call to me. But the match itself, just to circle back to the actual the original question as if I was listening, um, <laughs> I, I quite enjoyed this. I mean, it, it's your basic WWE kick out of finishers to, to add the drama, but, I mean, it was nice. It was hard-hitting. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a WWE G1 match by any means, but it was still quite good, I thought. I have my match ratings that go up uh, in the morning after all these shows. By the way, guys, check that out. I, this is the best Nakamura I've seen on the main roster, the most oh, yeah. motivated I've seen him as well. I loved how hilariously bandaged the Singh brothers were. 
That was really good. <laughs> I, w- I was a fan of that. Uh, John Cena, like there are still people, guys. I still get tweets today where people say that John Cena does five moves. Can you imagine being so stupid in a world? He had a move that was more like a belly-to-belly slam than a suplex, but I liked it. It was pretty cool. But that's that suplex he took on his dome. Damn. Anna, were you, were you afraid that Cena was maybe a little effed up? Oh, yeah. Um, so in Nakamura at the end of the match, when they shook hands, say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Which I'm guessing was in relation to that. Um, just on the Singh brothers and their bandages, I really hope when the next edition of their figurines come out, that's how they appear because <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> they should. Um, yeah, this is the best. This is the best that Shinsuke's been on the main roster. Hats off to John Cena for doing that for him and Nakamura brought it. He could see him and that helps a lot, I'm guessing, in competition. Um, Yeah, now we're getting this. And yeah, I think Corbin is definitely going to interfere. I'm pleasantly surprised. Um, Yeah, that's... Any any severe thing WWE action figure should come with like spring-loaded over-rotating action where he like starts on the ground and he lands he like goes all the way and then almost completes the backflip but lands on his head that's that's what i want out of this whole situation if it comes with the punjabi prison structure cool cool i want a I want a funko pop three-pack with jinder and the singh brothers and i want the singh bandaged in that too and maybe a broken table <laughs> that'd be great <laughs> Well, it wouldn't – well, yeah, the last one broke. The one at uh, the Punjabi prison broke. Yeah. Jeff, surprised to see Nakamura win? Very. Um, I thought this would be a schmoz of some sort finish so that they didn't have to pin either guy. Uh, but now it does lead credence to now John Cena can be a free agent and go wherever he wants to. What do you think he's doing at SummerSlam? Um, SummerSlam. Who doesn't have a dance partner right now? Not his boy Roman. Yeah, no, I originally thought it was going to be Samoa Joe, possibly. But since he's in the four-way. I am. Yeah, unless they decide to take him out because he lost that match, which I don't think they will. That would be dumb. We'll so, look up and down um, the roster right now. Uh, yeah. Big cast? No, he's gonna be, that's going to be a big show match. Will it? He uh, well, maybe. So here's the thing: it is a SmackDown show, but we've already been through SmackDown. Big Cass, that dead main event, did almost one million YouTube views. Mm. He's everything he touches seems to do really well. That's weird. Uh, there's Elias. <laughs> there is Kalisto. <laughs> John Cena's feud with Kalisto will be based on the thing, like him being so offended that Kalisto was so stupid that he would pass up an offer from Titus Worldwide. (laughs) It's the whole reason he's angry. Uh, There ain't much else. No, you're right. It's very weird. I would love to see, I'd love to see Cena versus Reigns just to see, you know, Vince's boys go at it. And actually to see yeah. who the crowd chooses to boo and cheer. Is it, hold on. Is it possible they give him Corbin one-on-one 
beat him yeah. early, and then Corbin comes down and cashes in to get his heat back. They love doing that, Jeff. They love yeah. beating the guy who cashes in earlier in the night. Mm-hmm. That way nobody will know. We fooled he him. Lost. He, he's not going to wrestle again. Mm-hmm. And plus, he lost. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They love doing that shit. They love it. Good good idea. Yeah, it'll be it'll be Baron Corbin. And that explains, you know, the rumors that Cena is heading to Raw after SummerSlam. But who does he link up with on Raw after SummerSlam? Uh, I would think Joe. Roman Reigns versus John Cena is a WrestleMania match. You would think that. But then again, I thought the Shield three-way was, too. Not to say it couldn't be, given how hot the, the Rollins-Ambrose thing seems to be on Raw right now. It's going over very well. Anna, do you th- who do you think he links up with on Raw? Like I said, I hope it's Reigns. I just, I'm I very curious to see. I think you're not far off. I'm thinking it'll be Joe. I, it, it's going to be Joe. Joe. Cena is in that part of his career where he loves, fi- I mean, kind of the Jericho-esque thing where he likes fighting the guys who have the, the reputation of being the great workers so that he can put on a great match as well. Um, I, I, I think Joe is the natural choice here, and it's also a, a matchup we haven't seen before and i think that would help with the intrigue now whether or not joe has the belt when they match up that's another thing but uh, i think joe's gonna be the call so that's smackdown what else we got to talk about you guys jeff hmm? how, how was your week how was the week in wrestling jeff <laughs> hey you know uh, did you watch uh bring it to the table I did, and we're going to talk about that tomorrow on the list and your boy, but I wanted to talk about it tonight, but I wasn't sure if you had caught it yet. No, I, I caught it, and I found it a lot of it very, very strange, to be honest with you. Per, per um, usual for bring it to the table. Anna, did yeah. you watch it? No, I just heard no. that it was a bunch of WWE people bullying non-WWE people, and that's about every episode, isn't it? Oh, yeah, the opening shot was literally JBL taking a shot at JR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then later trying to say, oh, he's my buddy. We, we know how you treat your buddies, JBL. We know. We see it. Penitentiary. Yeah, the, 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 the picking on not, like, are there too many wrestling podcasts? Okay, that, 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 that's the type of thing I come to expect from them. Yeah. The thing I didn't expect, and the one that, that really, it, it, for some reason, it, to use a southern term that Sean will understand, stuck in my craw. I was about to ask you earlier if anything was stuck in your craw this week, but I didn't do it because I didn't think you would know what it meant. <laughs> oh, we are simpatico today. Yeah. Uh, you and me, Alex. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, no, the, 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 the Alexa Bliss talk where they kept on bringing up, yeah, she's not the greatest wrestler in the world, but she's <laughs> a personality and she sells tickets. I'm like, they never – they, I mean, it doesn't matter how bad a wrestler is. They never bring up that they are not a good wrestler on mm. any kind of product on WWE. And this one, they were making a point of it repeatedly. And that seemed weird to me. I find that particularly weird when, given the current crop of women, she ain't that bad. She's you not. And, you got Tamina and Nia Jax rolling around on that roster. Well, that's exactly it. You don't say that about champion on both brands like someone yeah. like alana yeah because we all 
get that, but why marrying your own champ? I mean, just, just looking through this, I mean, she's better than Carmella. She's better than Lana. She, or she's better than Tamina. Well, um, I think the idea was to separate her from the reputation of Sasha, who's had all these great matches on the roster, and to continue keeping Sasha as quote-unquote special. But still, that's also a weird thing to focus on when the focus is on Bailey, and they even brought that up during the show. It's like, why are we focusing on Sasha right now when Bailey's the SummerSlam match? It was just such a disjointed... I'm wondering if Vince even watched this show as opposed to just approved yeah. the talking points on so, it. This show was my first time seeing the the Raw talk where Sasha Banks was on that. Did you, did oh. you happen to see that earlier this month, Anna? Yeah. Oh, my Wait, God. Where she... Did you see the Raw talk earlier this month where Sasha Banks was on there trashing Alexa Bliss? No, I it heard about that. so though. bad. She was like, she said that she was a fan of the Hardys. She doesn't even know which one is bad and which one is Jeff. Yeah, and she's Corey a girl. Graves, she's, yeah. Corey Graves yeah. appropriately was like, who gives a shit? I found that very, very apropos, but that was weird. That was really bad. Like- I'm like, I feel like that one is some backstage bad blood, perhaps. There it is. I mean, there's been some rumors that that Alexa that that Sasha has kind of punched Alexa in the face twice in the nose and ended up breaking it at least once, and there might be some bad blood about that uh, going in there. But yeah, it was like she's the girl. What? Sorry, Jeff. Like, what gets me about that is for someone like Vince who cancels talking smack because he doesn't like that kind of freefall behavior. And then this stuff is going on. If it is going on, it's just a little contradictory, but I guess that's also maybe the kind of environment he encourages. Who knows? Somebody says, well, SRS, if you watch the entire Sasha raw talk, it makes sense. No, that was a bad line in any context. It was a bad line. Yeah, there, there's breaking the fourth wall uh, that, that's bad for the business. And when you're basically saying that one of your performers wasn't a real fan of wrestling and she was just a girl who happened to find a way to get in there because people call her cute and things of that nature, it was just it – was, it, was, it, was, it was very shocking to me that that made the air and that was approved. So there, I think WWE would benefit, and I, I know that Workaholics did this, and I'm sure there are plenty of things, plenty of other acting examples. They used to have a board up backstage of like really contrived, overused jokes that were not allowed on their show anymore. Mm. Stuff like that should probably be on there. Like, is like Sasha saying that is like saying, I have more talent in my pinky finger than you have in your whole body. You, you don't belong. You don't belong here. Should be on on yeah. that board uh, when it concerns the divas. Um, <laughs> the one thing that they did do that amused me to no end on on bring it to the table was the uh, the supercut of the number of times they said structure during the Punjabi prison yeah. match. That was phenomenal. Forty six. No, 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 it's sixty two. Oh, sixty two. Okay, sixty two. And we did the stupid nicknames deal. For, for months on the list and your boy in Candid a few weeks ago, I guess bring it to your table, bring it to the table, adopted it, but whatever. Anna, I want to ask you, what do you think about Woken Matt Hardy? <laughs> <laughs> Do 
good on them for getting around the lawsuit like this. Um, if that means we get any semblance of the formerly broken, then I'm happy. I'm good with that. This whole suit is just, uh, I know like my, my view is biased. I really like the Hardys. I really like Rebby. And this is just, hmm, it needs to die. That owl needs to die. <laughs> I think I, this is brilliant, Jeff. I think this is smart. Now, what I want is Matt to start obsessing over, like, conspiracy theories and things like <laughs> you, that. You want woke Matt Hardy. You want yes. – <laughs> there's, there's, inter- there's too much intersectionality in here that we can't – Tell me that that wouldn't lend perfectly to his premonitions. It would. <laughs> Woken Matt Hardy. It'd be Why is there It'd be great. <laughs> Why is there only a straight white male in this main event? I'm done yeah. with this wrestling. <laughs> can, who's that one girl? Who's that one? Shit, I, I'm going to get eaten alive for not knowing who it is. But the girl who uh, lists the, the number of minutes that women wrestle on the show, like oh, he Kate, references uh, that. Kate yeah, yeah, Kate, yeah. Kate, yeah. He's like, I saw on her Twitter only 22 minutes last week. <laughs> You know what? That'd be, that'd be an interesting gimmick. That'd be interesting. Woke Matt Hardy. Um, I thought they were going to get around with it with the sh- with shattered Matt Hardy because he took the shatter machine. I thought that was an obvious yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> woke Matt Hardy. Why is Dunkirk only about white males? Why do we have more Maybe diversity? His spine is going to be shattered if he keeps doing like moves on the ramp and the damn floor all the time. Yeah. I think he's done more moves on the floor in this WWE run than I've seen him do in the past 10 years. Well, then he'll be handicapped and he'll get rid of his privilege. Ah. It, it, it's great for the character. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, yeah. uh, like he, if Matt Hardy was in a wheelchair, he would no, still be a valuable guy. member of any, of any uh, situation, of any wrestling company. Like he, he's a very, very creative dude. He could have an owl on the wheelchair. It'd be awesome. Yep. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Anna's yeah, I, saw that. I saw that and rather liked it. I, I heard Alex mention this week that he didn't like last week's episode of Raw, or at last episode of SmackDown. I, I enjoyed it. Were, were you all hating on it last week, Anna? No, I liked it, but the main takeaway from it for me was Canada versus the drama club. And I really like that. I think he's more just upset that he didn't get a fashion files on the one SmackDown that he's actually. I think it was that. And the bait and switch of the, of the main event, just being a, being a uh, screw job as opposed to an actual real match. I think that's what he was upset about. I liked it. Okay. We're allowed to like different things, Sean. Jeez. I liked it. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Guys, you can submit some questions over in the YouTube chat since we have a little bit extra time. Somebody says, will we see Matt bring in Maxwell, Wolfgang, and Rebby Hardy? I don't think so. No. Or Senor Benjamin. None of them. None of them will come. Nope. This will, this will be a WWE version of, of whatever they're doing. Maybe the lawnmower. <laughs> somebody says, can somebody explain to me why Matt and Jeff do the twist of fate land or why Matt lands flat and Jeff lands in a stunner? And I don't know. Well, for last night it was so Jeff could send 
one of the revival into Matt doing the move. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple. Somebody said, Willie, bring the boat. I hope. <laughs> Sky's God? Yes. I hope so. I, hope. <laughs> I think Vince would. Dilapidated <laughs> boat. Yes. Vince would see that and he'd be like, oh, goddamn, pal. We could have got you a bigger boat. Like, not knowing what the hell is going on. Hold on, pal. I think we got a star here. Sammy, you're putting the boat over tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even joke. Sammy has to wear, like, a sailor's hat for the next. <laughs> well, you were a paper boy before. Now you're a sailor. Look at your hat. It's great. Damn it. <laughs> do we it's think that close. Bailey, or do we think that uh, Sasha will turn on Bailey at SummerSlam? Anna? Sasha will turn on Bailey. We've been saying this for a year. I mean, I'm, I don't know at this point. I mean, they hate French. Now you're cutting out. Jeff. I don't think so because I still think the goal is to get this on Naya somehow. So I think it's going to be a little bit. I think maybe Bailey gets the title and then you see the seeds of jealousy start to plant in there. But I don't think it's an immediate turn at SummerSlam. Would you enjoy a Chad Gable and Rusev feud? Maybe even mix in Sami Zayn. I don't know if I would. It depends on how they would present it. Like if it were, if it were like we saw matches like we saw tonight, then I'm sure I I would enjoy the in ring. But I never know what I'll enjoy until they put it on TV. Jeff? Yeah, it it depends if the stakes get bigger. I mean, I can watch AJ Styles and Kevin Owens wrestle every week, but it it becomes repetitive after a little bit if you don't increase the stakes, if you don't increase the violence somehow, if you don't do something with it. Just having good matches back and forth isn't going to serve either of them, even though I would love to see both of them wrestle, you know, 23 times and, you know, the one who wins 12 first wins. I mean, I'm fine with that, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's the standard disclaimer. If they do it correctly, it'll be great. Anna. Yeah. I mean, it's what's the reason behind it. And that's kind yeah. of the selling factor for me. Anyway, tonight was a bit like watching mighty mouse versus the hound, which was cool to see, but that's like a spectator event. Yeah, there isn't any reason yet. When is Asuka coming to the main roster? When she got signed, there were never plans for her to. So I think I, I don't maybe, know if that's changed. Maybe if uh if if they put the put a rocket on Carrie Sane or Carrie or however you say her first name. I know that the last name's Sane. They may just decide we'll put Asuka up on the main roster because we already have a Japanese new Japanese star in NXT. But other than that, I don't see her ever coming up. Anna, any predictions? I'd like her to, but I don't know if there's a place for her right now. I mean, I'd still... I'm still unsure about what they're doing with the women's division in general, especially on SmackDown, because once again, it's like, you know, we had another doubles match and I was actually really surprised that there wasn't at least one woman on commentary for this because it seems like they just, they, they still don't know what they're doing. It's just like, okay, well, we've got a slot, so let's put five or six of them in and then that's a match, right? 
Yeah, I mean, no, no. Anna has a phenomenal point here. Do I want Asuka on the main roster, given how they treat the women on the main roster, as opposed to she's down there now having great matches with Ruby Riot and and Nikki Cross, and she had a great series with Bailey, and she'll have a phenomenal match with Ember Moon, and and any of these women that they sign from the May. I almost got the May West tournament, the May Young tournament. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what? I mean, she. I mean, she's. I mean, this is. There's something to be. Look, I'd like for Oscar to make main roster money. I'd like her to make Buku bucks. Don't get me wrong, but there's something to be said about just being great at your craft and staying where you are. And I think, it, given that <laughs> Vince McMahon does not know how to how to deal with foreign talent at all to make them look good. Nakamura is the best and brightest in a long, long time of foreign talent that has actually been treated well and not been given something stupid and stereotypical to do. So I just don't have a lot of faith that given that we're watching, you know, they blew Bailey, who I thought was a you can't possibly blow this character at all. And they did somehow. So I don't necessarily want Asuka on the main roster. In a Twitter argument right now with Disco Inferno, because <laughs> he's blaming Shinsuke Nakamura for the, the spot. Uh, John Cena, that's not how you take the move. You don't tuck your head on that move. And maybe John Cena couldn't have taken it the way that other people do, like like is, a moonsault, basically. But Is Disco saying that, that he didn't rotate him enough over to get him to land on yes. his, to land flat? I, would, I might agree with him. Well, you would be wrong because John Cena tucked his head. You can't tuck your head. Well, he tucked his head when he found out he wasn't going to over-rotate. Take it like this, like a Styles Clash, just like that. He wasn't supposed to land on his back. He was supposed to land on his belly. That's why you don't tuck your head, Jeff. I know, but what's... No, you don't. You don't tuck your head in spots like that. Okay. Would you tuck your head on a moonsault? No, no. No, of course not. But I'm just saying he was kind of... He was trying to compensate for a move that wasn't going correctly. I understand why he it did. It was a bad idea. Yes. It was a bad idea for Nakamura to do the damn move to him. You can put the blame on him there. Uh, not not good. Not good. Sorry. Anna, tell us what's going on in your world. Uh, just planning, planning future stuff. It's all it's all up in the up in the air. So if you like to, you know, keep a tab on as I plan stuff, follow me at Anna Bowett. Uh, that was a really really bad plug, um, but that's yes. I'm in a transitionary place, so yes. But you know, keep keep me uplifted with funny shit on Twitter, and so, <laughs> that's something. Jeff, what's going on in your world? Just moved to a new workspace at my office. Hi. Uh, oh no, they gave me they gave me a desk with hydraulics so I can stand or sit. It's 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 cubicle hell now. So that that'll be fun. Uh, anyways, well, I like at, least, at least you're ergonomic. Oh, yeah, the Canadians uh, haven't done that for me yet. Yeah, that's true. But well, you work from home, so I mean, you, you don't really need to be ergonomically sound. <laughs> Listen, um, I spent three days in Canada. I can't be guaranteed that Randy Orton isn't going to barrel in here and kick my ass for it. Like anybody that stepped on foreign soil at this point is on his shit list. So I got I got that to worry the about. The best idea I read was, was that they hope that Jimmy Van shows up at your house tomorrow to do it live from Kentucky. 
And I just, and I just said it would be like that, <laughs> that city wolf, country wolf, Tex Avery cartoon where one goes to one city and loses his mind, and then the city wolf comes to the country wolf and loses his mind. It'd be great. Um, anyways, uh, my inanities are at, uh, at Crap Game 13. Uh, I'm taping Shake Them Ropes after this. We'll go over Rob's wedding blow by blow, see if that work rate was any nice. good. See if it was a five-star wedding or just three and a quarter. See how the cake was. See if he ate a hat. And uh, we're also, besides other WWE stuff, we're going over Glow Episode 4. Follow me at John Ross. Follow us cross-platform at Fightful Online. Good times were had by all. UFC Mexico City post-fight show this Saturday. Uh, Anthony Showtime Pettis' younger brother could be getting a title shot with a win this weekend. Uh, we're probably going to be the only guys doing a post show on that one, guys. So make sure you come visit us there. Also, live coverage of everything news, pro wrestling, MMA, boxing. Until next time, guys, we're out. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for three forty nine dollars a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.